Yo, what up everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Yet Another Podcast. The Yap Boys are back. We're doing this shit consistently and I'm loving it. Summit's in the building. What up, Summit? What's up, what's up? Summit sounds so much better now because he's got his own blue snowball microphone. Yeah, spot- shout out to Blue. We need that sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because we are so famous that we deserve it. Yeah, so let's address that for one second, all right? So those of you who listened to the last episode, kind of, you know, if you heard my voice or my recording on that, it sounded like like I was on the phone dialing in, like on speakerphone or something. Wasn't truly the Uh case, but it sounded like that. So I was like, you know what? I can't just be recording on like some shitty mic. I got to actually properly get something. So I was like, yo, what's a good company? What's a good product? Blue. Because that's the one I have. It's the one you have, so I knew it was good. Uh, and I got a good deal on it on Amazon, so it was clutch. Hey, now we are professional. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so what's going on, man? How was your day? Chilling, man. Oh, man, it's been a hectic day. Just uh, I actually went to D.C. Uh, to record another podcast episode with another one of my buddies. Uh, that one's called uh, That's the Angle with my boy Bruce Allen. He wanted to have me on his podcast. So I went and recorded one there, and then I came back to the warehouse, and now I'm doing this one. So today is podcast day. Just podcast hopping, bro. It's not cool. I'm not, I'm not happy with you right now. Like you're, che- you're cheating on this podcast with other podcasts? Like, how does that work? You know, you want to hear something fucked up? I have another one lined up for Sunday, I think. Why are you telling me this? <laughs> it's kind of funny. You're just upsetting me more and more. <laughs> do you feel like I'm cheating on you? 100%. What do you mean? Of course. <laughs> I don't know, man. I feel like I feel like Beyonce in The City's Child. <laughs> I'm gonna go out and do my solo act, and this is how you break it to me. <laughs> Booking other podcast episodes people under just, my nose. People just love me so much. I don't know. I don't know what to say. Yeah, anyway, you know what really makes me sad though. Um, so this was kind of like almost breaking the internet today. Um, they announced Netflix announced that they're gonna be taking the office off of Netflix at the end of 2020. So starting January 20, 2021, no more yeah. fucking office on Netflix. It's but crazy, you know man. what? Like, think about that, right? Like my only memory of watching the office now is on Netflix. Like I don't yeah. recall ever watching it on TV. You know what I mean? Like, I kind of saw it on TV when I was in, because it was on literally, it was on when I was in college. Yeah. yeah, It started in 2005, and like that was the year I started college. And so, like, you know, I saw a few episodes here and there on television, like while, sorry, while they were airing. But I remember. The thing for me was like sporadic. So I would watch an episode here, well, episode there. You know, I I didn't know if it was a new episode, a rerun, or what. And then finally, when it was on Netflix, is kind of when I rewatched it from scratch, from the beginning, in order, binge watched it, loved it, have binge watched it continuously, maybe fifteen times after that. Now, oh my god, I I can't even keep count anymore. Like it's just always on. Like it's just it's it's like a 
it's like a very happy white noise for me <laughs> yeah <laughs> like I, see that's the thing that's the greatness about the sh- like the greatness about the show is that you can just have it running in the background and it's great or you can actually great. sit down and pay attention to it and it's still great exactly yeah. like anytime i sit down to eat i'm just like mm, i'm gonna watch the office and you know in the middle if something else comes up i'm not even mad like to turn it off because i've seen everything so many times exactly exactly right like i think we all have kind of like we all kind of have shows where we go back and forth kind of like just going uh binge watching it from the beginning over and over again like i I know everybody has that one show one or two shows yeah i go back back to forth back and forth on i mean yeah fate um, argues with us all the time about this shit fate believes what does he believe fucking seinfeld is like the greatest show ever like fuck off yeah sorry Sorry, Fate, but Seinfeld is a shitty show. Like it's no, I mean, don't get me it's wrong. Okay. Seinfeld it's okay. Seinfeld is a great show if you enjoy the dry humor, humor right? That yeah. Was humor. <laughs> <laughs> it does not compare to The Office, it though. It just it doesn't. doesn't. How? How can anybody say that? I don't know. Um, but you know what? I saw, I read the article. It's not like it's disappearing off the internet. Um, it's just being sold back to nbc so nbc is going to start streaming it on their own uh whatever streaming app or streaming site or whatever the fuck um and they what how much they buy that shit for they bought this shit for like um it was like a hundred million for five years hundred million fucking dollars dude they deserve it i mean they deserve that shit like come on yeah of course that's probably the most viewed I don't know the stats on this, but it's probably the most viewed um, TV show, sitcom, whatever the fuck you want to call it, on Netflix. It has to be. I'm sure it is. I think it accounts for like a big percentage of Netflix's revenue. Yeah. So maybe. That's crazy. Yeah, that- I, one, one of the articles I read, it said it, has, it had last year, 2018, 52 billion streams 52 billion that's insane 50 yeah the office like, think about was... how many people are on this planet yeah right like it's a lot what is of it seven what is it seven billion let's, eight let's billion seven billion that's that's yeah. literally like what seven billion plays per person kind of thing <laughs> Right? Like, I think the math adds up to like 49 billion or whatever. So, some change, but. Oh my God. That's, that's a lot. <laughs> that's so crazy. Really, it's people like us, really. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. But hey, man, whatever. This is kind of interesting, though. Like, it kind I think this is like a, a big sort of sign of the fact that regular cable television is kind of dying out and networks are having to adapt to this new world of streaming and like i'll tell you this at at our house we don't have cable television like when i signed up for verizon fios fios when i signed up for verizon fios um i was they were like oh we'll give you this package with cable telephone internet and i was like i don't want cable i don't want telephone i just need internet that's it and because we have Apple TV, so we have we have the HBO on demand, we have Hulu, we have Netflix, we have Amazon Prime, like literally anything and everything that we would want to watch is being streamed. Yeah, hundred no- percent. So in my house, right, like we have like I have my room, I have my own TV, 
that only has an Apple TV connected to it. I have no cable in my room, right? Yeah. Like, I honestly don't miss it. I don't need it. Like everything I want to watch is either on a streaming site or these individual networks have their yeah. own apps that I can stream through, right? So yeah, whatever app I need on my Apple TV, I'm good to go. That's it. Yeah. Even the other day, I wanted to watch. Uh, I wanted to watch the NBA Finals, and I was like, "Fuck, I don't have cable television." I was able to just download the ESPN app, and I watched it through there. And right. oh, speaking of which, like, fucking congratulations to the Raptors, all Raptors fans. Congratulations. This yeah. is me clapping for you. Congrats, Raptors fans. Congratulations, Toronto. Yeah, I think it's more <laughs> for the city than for the fans because there were f- fans coming out of the woodwork, like the bandwagoners, like yeah. Toronto, Toronto Raptors. Like, yo, you don't even live in Toronto or Canada, <laughs> let alone like you're not even really a basketball fan. But, you know, yeah. there's a lot of support within like the Punjabi Sikh community because of Naf Bhartia, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like oh he's been a fan since day one for 24 years sitting <laughs> or whatever you know like yeah. this like dramatic bollywood type story it was right? so like, dramatic it was so like, dramatic i mean it's cool like i can imagine how like it's very like sentimental for people that are hardcore fans like right if the, if the redskins won a super bowl and i was the fucking you know super fan or whatever i would be so into all of that shit like so into it too. bro i don't even call you a super fan but i think you'd still be crying yeah i would definitely cry. if the redskins won the super bowl i would cry i would like i would fucking cry it's true i don't care about any other team like in yeah. any other sport i don't follow basketball as much or hockey or soccer or cricket or any of that shit so right but yeah man um that was crazy um it's pretty amazing to see but still dude like fucking kd got hurt clay got hurt and still they took that shit all the way to game six and only lost by a very little like it's not like they were getting dominated or something it was a crazy good series it was a great series i actually really enjoyed it i'm actually i'm not like I'm not a Warriors fan, but I'm a Steph Curry fan. I'm actually a Nick fan, so you know. Yeah. When, when you're a Nick fan, you kind of need like some other kind of excitement in basketball. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big Steph Curry fan, fan too. Yeah. So I just like, enjoy I've been watching a Steph Curry play. fan for years, and I've just yeah, exactly right. He's just a good guy. He plays hard. He plays yeah extremely well. Chengabanda, um, bro. What'd you say? Has it Chengabanda, man? We're not like both of the other he just seems like a really nice guy. Like I feel like we we could be friends. Like he seems like a friendly guy. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, um, but yeah. See, that's the thing. Like I've just been a fan of him. So whatever team he's been on, I mean, obviously he's only been on with the one team. But um, if he were to go to another team, I would go and like kind of support in a sense that team also because yeah. I want to see him win, right? Yeah. So if yeah, he's yeah. winning, then the team is winning. So it's like hand in hand. Kind of reminds so me of like when I used to be a fan of T Mac back in the day. He was my favorite oh, player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he was on the Raptors, when he went to the Magic, then he went to the Rockets. I was a Magic Raptors Rocket fan. As I saw him play. He was on the team. He was with Magic. I actually, I saw him play. I saw him play when he was with Magic. And you know who else I saw play? I saw Michael Jordan play for the Wizards when I was a kid. I went not when I was, but you know, I like I was in my teens. I, I mean that's cool. That was fucking insane, dude. Like, and at that point, I don't think, I don't think it hit me in that moment. Like I was like, oh, that's Michael Jordan. Like you know, whatever. 
now I think about it, I'm like, yo, I saw Michael Jordan fucking play NBA basketball. Like that in itself is like a big deal because like you can't watch him play NBA basketball anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, definitely so was, a rare opportunity to have, have gotten that. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think that's really cool. I I forgot about that. But um but yeah, but yeah, anyway, man. congrats to the Raptors. Yeah. They congrats, it. Raptors. Let's you see did if Kawhi, it. let's see if Kawhi decides to stay in Toronto now. Um, from what I hear down the rumor mill, he's interested in taking meetings with the Clippers. So, you know, I know he's Yo, from did LA. Somebody say, like that, so. Did somebody say KD was going to come to the Wizards? Uh, nobody's ever said that. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> he's from here. He should. That'd be I nice. mean, they used to say that before he ended up on the Warriors, but I think now that's kind of out of the question, I believe. Just because I don't wow. know if the Wizards have enough money to offer him. That's true. He's, you know, even if he's out for a year with his injury, he'll yeah. still get a five-year max contract. That's the oh, okay, cool. player he is. So, you know, hopefully he comes to the Knicks. Fingers crossed. Um, <laughs> That'd be but cool. But at this point, fingers crossed. No kind of hope anyway. So, <laughs> yo, does Jay Z still own the Nets or no? No, no, he had to sell it off. Why? Because uh, he started the Rock Nation management business, uh-huh. so he, like manages athletes and stuff, right? So he represents. Oh, okay. He di- he didn't like completely own them anyway, right? He only no, he was a part of the owner. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I figured. Okay, cool. That's pretty crazy. I didn't yeah. know that. But he had like his own courtside seats at the at the um, Barclays Center and stuff. So. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Oh, I fucking love Jay Z, man. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I was thinking about earlier when we were talking about um. Netflix and all this shit, man. It's pretty crazy, like how everything is moving towards this new streaming and and crowdsourcing sort of yeah. content, right? Like, exactly. And Netflix is so. What's happening is like all these networks that originally sold the rights to all these shows, like you know, Friends is on there, fucking Breaking Bad is on there, you know, all these like legendary shows, Stranger Things, Game of Thrones, whatever, like all this stuff is on there. And the ones that are not Netflix originals, um, I guess all those networks are probably going to try and buy back the rights to those shows so that they can then start streaming them on their own channels, right? Um, Because why wouldn't they? Like, why would they? Why would they let Netflix keep those shows? Well, I mean, if every if every network goes down that path, though, right, where they're creating their own streaming platform, yeah, that could potentially put companies like netflix hulu and amazon out of business right because i mean yeah. they're not creating that much of their own original content at one they, time yeah right? like, so now there's like this big seems like this big rush for netflix and amazon and, and hulu to start creating original work yeah. they're basically becoming networks now yeah exactly it's it's all uh, what e or cloud-based networks almost right yeah that's kind of the trend we're going towards I mean, it'll be interesting to see what happens with it. Like, I think it's one of those things where there'll always kind of be a battle between the streaming services and the cable networks or cable yeah. companies, rather. Because cable companies own, like, if you think about, like, how much internet service providers, cable companies, whatever, own our lives, it's actually insane, right? Like, how much of the stuff that we do, yeah, that phone, TV, right? Yeah, yeah. 
we watch all those things. We use the internet nonstop. You know, like we have yeah. phone access and stuff. Now, I'm not talking about just like household inter- yeah. internet service providers or cable providers, right? Like yeah. even the the mobile networks, like AT and T, Verizon, and all that. Yeah, they're all kind of doing the same thing, right? Yeah. And the problem is now, I feel like That's- it's going to get so competitive where, like. Let's say for, right, you, you went, we were talking earlier when you mentioned, you know, you only uh, have Apple TV at home and you have the internet. That's it, right? Right. Like you don't yeah. have cable or phone. But the problem is that, like, if you were to get internet by itself, it's yeah. not actually very, like cheaper than if no. you get a package. It's of the just three, as expensive. Right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> They're like, sir, the cable and the and the telephone is only twenty more dollars a month. And I was like, I don't need it. Shut up. Just stop trying to sell me shit. <laughs> exactly exactly right so it's like we're always going to see kind of like this conflict this battle between the two uh because cable companies are definitely going to have to offer something different or new yeah because they they're not going to be able to keep up with the times if like they continue going this way and one start would be making internet even faster so that they can cover themselves yeah in in the short term until they figure out well the other thing is there's also a demographic that's still watching cable television like we yeah like me and you were kind of a part of a different demographic the sort of younger audience that has the luxury of or the disposable income to have apple tv and sign up for all these different streaming services like netflix and hulu and all this stuff because all those are monthly you know subscriptions um there's still a big demographic in the country that relies on just cable television you know they're happy with their 144 channels or whatever and they sit down and watch when this is us comes on <laughs> yeah i mean like they wait for that time during the day and watch it so i think they'll they'll still be around for a while um yeah i think that's true but, I, you know yeah. but I, I do think they need to do something different right so actually yeah it's, it's interesting you mentioned that because i was thinking about that the other day i was watching that um hassan minaj patriot act episode about why your internet sucks and he was kind of explaining yeah really good if you haven't seen it you should definitely watch it yeah um <laughs> I'm going to spoil it a little bit for you if you don't mind, but no, no, go for it. He was talking about like how, um, for cable providers or internet service providers in general, um, trying to service and get to like really high speed broadband internet to like middle America or rural America. Yeah. The infrastructure doesn't exist is so expensive. Ah, okay. It's so insanely expensive that it doesn't justify like, the um i guess yeah. the cost of the product for that yeah. demographic you know what i mean like that demographic isn't socially or economically um able to kind of support having yeah, the yeah. internet speed at that level because of how much it's going to cost the company to, to create the infrastructure in those areas right 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 and there's a bunch of companies that are kind that of makes sense there. dude because like yeah. cable companies kind of did that the old school way a long ass time ago you know and they're still milking that till this day so uh, you know i think that uh, i think that makes sense like uh all these streaming services and new companies are not really going to be as desperate to go break into middle america market because that it's just too much of an investment yeah you know what's interesting though is um youtube youtube is also becoming sort of like 
I, they're trying to be basically like another Netflix or another Hulu. Um, they started this thing called YouTube TV. Have you heard of this? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's basically like another subscription service. I forget what it is. It's probably like 10 bucks a month or something. And um, you get to watch all these ex all this exclusive content or whatever on YouTube TV. Um, but I think I they show live TV too. Do they? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I think yeah. it's like to replace your cable. Yeah, because they sponsored the NBA Finals, right? right? And they were like, you can watch NBA Finals on YouTube TV. Blah, blah. Yeah, so I think they oh, have okay. live as well as uh, like on demand. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. Right. I haven't. I, I just, I'm not about to sign up for another thing. Like, I don't even have that much time to watch all this fucking television. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just started watching um, just as a time pass, like, you know, uh, when I do have some downtime. I, I started watching this show called uh, Mr. Iglesias. Have you seen this on Netflix? No. Oh, is that with the Gabriel Iglesias one? Yeah, with Gabriel Iglesias. He's got I his own show on Netflix. Yeah, it's pretty cool, man. He plays like this teacher in uh, Long Beach, California, and he's teaching history class. And it's just, that's cool, man. I like it. It's very like lighthearted and it's my kind of comedy, Adam Sandler type yeah. comedy. <laughs> Speaking of Adam Sandler, is that new movie on uh, Netflix with Murder uh, Mystery? Yes, yeah, yeah. that's my guilty pleasure, dude. Adam Sandler movie. Oh hell yeah, I watched it. Come on, man. Anything with Adam Sandler, I'm fucking first to watch. Like that's my guilty pleasure. Those movies suck. They're so bad. Like Grown Ups, Grown Ups Two. Literally, <laughs> literally the lowest, like <laughs> lowest approved. <laughs> Movies on in the history of Rotten Tomatoes, like yeah. a few of these movies have gotten a zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, do you know how bad the movie has to be to get zero? I, I never said they were good. I like, said even were, international movies get rated listen, higher. Listen, I said I never said they were good. I know they're bad. They're just my guilty pleasure. Like that's what I fucking want. Yeah, and I'll tell you why. Okay, I'll tell you why. Back when I was in high school, uh, we were broke as fuck. Like we were broke broke like <laughs> oh you rich rich like we were broke broke uh, <laughs> we were so broke that uh we basically only had like the four or five channels on cable wow this is all coming full circle uh <laughs> so we had cable television uh sorry we did not have full cable we had like antenna television like so basic cable basic cable so you got nbc fox abc uh uh, what like, is it like UPN C or like that. yeah cwtv or whatever yeah, the fuck yeah, it was yeah. upn yeah pbs th those five or six channels like that's it and then i had this very tiny ps1 it was not like it wasn't playstation it wasn't playstation 2 there was a, a version that they made in between that was like the shittiest most underselling version they had it was called the ps1 i think it was like kind of pocket size but not anyway i think it played dvds and somehow some way um we landed on this dvd it must have been bought at the gas station or something <laughs> or at walmart like we had this dvd of this movie called mr deeds have you ever seen it oh yeah you see mr deeds okay so mr deeds was the only like movie movie that i had unless it was on tv and you know it's very rare to like try and catch movies on those four or five channels or whatever yeah. there's always 
shows and stuff. And so um I I must have seen that movie. I think one I think I was like it was like the summer of my freshman year of high school. I must have seen that movie. Like I was so villa. <laughs> like I was must have seen that movie like 20, 30, 40 times and I just became a huge fan. Then I, then after that, uh, when I went to college, I finally finally it was like, "Oh, Adam Sandler. I love Adam Sandler." Waterboy. Let me watch fucking Happy Gilmore. Then let me watch, and then all this other shit came out. You know, obviously. Um, so ever since then, it's just been like like Adam Sandler has a soft spot in my heart. One hundred percent. I'll watch Adam Sandler movies if they come out. Got my support, Adam. Got it. <laughs> That's my story. Welcome. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the whole time I was looking for the exit. Yeah. <laughs> It's a decent movie. It's so dumb. It's so bad. But Wait, which one are we talking about now? Murder Mystery, Murder the one Mystery. that just came out on Netflix. That's also a Netflix original, right? Well, so the, I think he signed some like, like production deal with Netflix to create a certain number of movies. Oh, very cool. Yeah, because like, like it didn't come out in theaters, obviously. <laughs> well, obviously, <laughs> why <yeah>. would it? <laughs> Going straight to Netflix is the equivalent of straight to DVD. No, it's not, dude. No, it's not. No, Netflix standard. There were movies. I remember, like, there were some of his movies that came straight to Redbox. <laughs> exactly, straight to DVD. That's just the way Netflix is now. Netflix, Hulu, Amazon. As soon as you see something on there and you haven't seen yeah. it in theaters yeah. or even advertised, that's the equivalent of direct to DVD. <laughs> I don't know. You know what came in the mail today? Um, I just got a copy of Bobby Hundreds' book. This is not a T-shirt. Just came in the mail today. Oh, I'm nice. so excited. Yeah, holding it in my hand. I'm excited uh, to so, finally uh, read this. We're gonna have to give the listeners a review when you when you're done reading it. Yeah, 100. The actually the opening thing is by uh, Ronnie Fig from uh, the founder of Kith. Yeah, the opening little thing, whatever that's called. And in the back, he's got. Um, he's got quotes from Gary V, Tony Hawk, and fucking Jessica Alba. Like it's so random. <laughs> oh, Jessica Alba is the founder of the Honest Company. Is that is that Honest Tea? Like that? No, no, no. She no. makes like I think they're um, it's baby apparel. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. But like they're organic, uh, yeah. ethically sourced. Or whatever it is, yeah, something something very socially conscious. <laughs> <laughs> I love your tone when you say that. <laughs> no, it's just because I can't remember what the exact term is. <laughs> it's kind of upsetting. But... You're like <laughs> something uh, socially conscious. Those idiots. <laughs> <laughs> no. no, no, I'm just co- no. I'm we're joking. all socially conscious out here these days. We're woke, motherfucker. We're, uh, we're um, recreational outrage. But I um. I read like the first few pages and I got so inspired in the first couple pages that I was like, yo, fuck this. I need to write my own book. And literally like I opened up Google Docs and I was like, here I go. And like 20, 20 pages in, I'm like 20 pages in within like a couple days. I'm just writing down all these thoughts and all these uh, anecdotes and all these ideas of what I want to share. Um, and now I'm kind of scared to read the rest of the book because like, you know, I only needed that much inspiration to kind of send me off on my own little journey so that now I can start writing my own shit. If I read more, I have this bad feeling that I'll 
make it too much like this book. You know what I mean? You ever feel that well, way? Well, what do you feel is going to happen if you finish the book? I feel like I'll write a duplicate copy. Like I feel like I'll, I'll, I'll make it sound too much like this book. You know what I mean? That's why I'm just like, that's why I'm like, you know what? I got it. That's great. I'm going to put it aside and let me kind of make a good amount of headway into mine. And then maybe I'll start reading it. Also, don't read. I kind of just bought it because I wanted to show my support. <laughs> <laughs> you did it for the grand, don't lie. You can take a picture of it, while, like pretending already, to read it with a, bro, with a caption highlighted. <laughs> bro, I already took the picture. I just need to post it. <laughs> I can return it now. <laughs> now the question is, does us posting this podcast beat you posting that picture? Like, which comes first? Wait, say that again. You cut it in and out. What'd you say? I said, is the uh, is the picture that you just took going to get posted before this podcast does? Or will oh, the podcast go first? I'm literally posting it right now as we talk. <laughs> so there's no <laughs> way the podcast is coming out before this picture. <laughs> But yeah, no, it's it's cool, man. The first few the first few pages that I read, um, for those that for those that don't know who Bobby Hundreds is, Bobby Hundreds, Bobby Kim is the founder of this huge streetwear brand called the Hundreds. Uh, started over fifteen years ago, I think, similar to Roots Gear, and he's been in the game for a very long time. His stories sort of like I can relate to it a lot because uh, a lot of what he did was community building grassroots sort of building uh, and then you know he's he's taken this streetwear brand from nothing to being like I would say the hundreds are probably probably like top five to ten minimal you know in, in the streetwear game Um if the top five, you know, you've got your Supremes and you've got your kits. And I think the hundreds is right up there with them, um, along with Staple Pigeon and, you know, uh, some of the other ones. But, um, but yeah, this book was, uh, uh, I was inspired to buy it after I read the first couple pages. Uh, you know, he was just talking about how um, he was uh, attending the funeral uh for this kid uh that got killed because uh i don't know for what reason whatever but uh this kid was from south central la used to work at his store actually and uh used to be a part of his company and uh then he just kind of goes on and talks about you know what they've built and you know what it is and things like that so i'm excited to read it but i'm also scared to read it i kind of want to get it all out of my system like get all my anecdotes out get all my lessons out i'm kind of excited um to write this book it's gonna be like some of it's gonna be like you know my journey as an entrepreneur some defining moments some big failures some you know huge triumphs things like that and then a lot of tips and lessons and advice for people that are starting you know just started a brand last year or about to stand a start a brand this year you know things like that um, yeah i think that'd be really cool um and for the listeners out there that are like listening to this and hearing you speak about this for yeah. those of you who don't know like Thanmate is a published 
author. Hey, yeah, yeah, buddy. This ain't my first rodeo. For a while, his book was number one on the Asian poetry (laughs) charts on Amazon. Didn't know that was its own section or whatever, but that's that was kind of cool. Yeah, trending number one for quite some time. Hell yeah! Um, But no, to your point, like in terms of this topic for the book that you're you're thinking about. I think it's a really important topic, right? Especially because it's not just starting a brand, right? It's also brand management, brand maintenance, brand recognition and reputation. Yeah, right? like everything. It's everything that's involved in branding and having a brand or even a company, a small business. Oh, anything. Itself, right? It's like, for anybody that's doing anything in the yeah. space, anybody that's a creative or an artist that's that's trying to build themselves up, you know, in any way. Yeah, I mean, I, I was that, just going to say, like, can be for useful. anybody out there who's interested in those things, especially young entrepreneurs, or young, younger, the younger generation that might be listening and saying, you know, what, what is it that I want to do going forward? You know, if that's yeah. something that you're interested in, then definitely look out for this book that he's coming out with. And, you know, that will also put pressure on him to actually finish the book. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's going to be like a 12 month project, but you never know. We'll see. No, as long as you're working on it and you're perfecting it and trying to make yeah. it the best piece of work that it can be. Yeah. Time doesn't matter, right? Yeah, you want to make sure that whatever product you pull put out, and this is again true across the board for any type of product in this world. Right? Yeah, you want to make sure you're putting your 110 percent into it, and and it sounds the absolute best, yeah. or comes out the absolute best that it could possibly come out. So, yeah, definitely shout out to you for even doing that because I, you know, like you, how many of us can say like, yo, we we're writing a book, let alone we wrote a book, and I'm writing my second. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. <laughs> that's crazy uh, yeah man it's fun i mean um it's just i always look at these situations and think why the fuck not like i feel like <clears throat> a lot of people think about these ideas and dream about these ideas but i think one of the things that always holds them back is they think oh no like what if this what if that maybe i can't maybe i shouldn't whatever blah 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 and I always look at these situations and I go, why the fuck not? Why not me? You know what See, I mean? That's really, really awesome that you mentioned that actually because I feel like that's a systematic thing, right? Like mm. most kids, as they're raised and they grow older, especially when it comes to like their education or their careers, parents always want their kids to choose one path, right? Yeah. And so when that happens, like you kind of get closed off from the other things that you were interested in because you're so focused now on this one single path that you're supposed to follow. Why? Because society says you have to follow it. Why? But why does society say that? Because that's what everybody in society does. Yeah, you know, yeah. It's like this thing now where you can't just do anything and everything you want to do. But I think now the younger generation is starting to understand that a little better. We're understanding that more, right? And so yeah. we're, like, we're kind of in the midst of that, that phase of the generation yeah um, but the the younger kids that are coming up like they definitely for like for sure they get that right because yeah kids nowadays they're doing like a hundred different things at once and you're like what the hell i'm doing like two <laughs> <laughs> what am yeah. i doing right and it's like I'm, that yeah. generational kind of shift kind of cool it's also our job as being slightly older <laughs> i'm still pretty young but um <laughs> being slightly uh very Stop very that. slight yeah. just very slightly um more mature mature than (laughs) (laughs) than the ones then you know all these young people that are coming out uh, wanting to start businesses wanting to start brands wanting to become youtubers wanting to become artists whatever it is 
it's sort of our job to uh you know help them out as much as we can and i kind of see this this book that i'm working on is going to be sort of uh that it's going to be sort of a guide um that's what i've heard in terms of reviews that that's what bobby's book is like too it's like a it's like a guide to any idiot that wants to start a brand um so without reading too much of it i kind of want to you know do the same thing at least for the brown space if if not for everybody obviously but like i know most of my audience is brown so uh i think yeah i think it's just i, I kind of feel that responsibility to jot down things like i have all this knowledge about what it's like to run a business everything from the production side to the marketing side to the mental health side of these things like I, I've, I've sort of seen it all done it all and i just want to share all this knowledge with anybody that might be thinking about or is already working on something similar right so i'm excited man i'm excited to keep writing this thing yeah, that'll be dope man and yeah actually uh, you know you mentioned mental health and i was thinking that might be actually a good topic for us to cover on the podcast at some point too and just kind oh, of yeah. just talk about you know what what uh, what are some of the things that people go through what are the stigmas yeah. around it like the idea of mental health especially like in the older generations you know yeah. our parents our society just yeah. everything right because i think it's it's definitely a necessary topic it's definitely something that needs to be addressed um yeah let's do that i don't think there's week. enough conversation around it right like as much as as much conversation that is happening it's still not enough right and so oh yeah getting yeah. to that point of you know mass education on certain on these types of issues i think so yeah. definitely something we should talk about on a future episode but we should definitely um, do it yeah and but you know I, I wanted to mention that because you know you did mention that you were going to talk about it in your book as well so yeah 100 percent. Um, i'm going to be talking about it in my books. so there's definitely going to be like a whole chapter dedicated to it that would be dope yeah anyway uh seems like a good stopping point yeah uh, this episode just kind of turned into like a few random topics things we just kind of wanted to get off our chest and talk about it. and address so, we're not out here with no agenda we're just two yap boys yapping away man i think that's what i love about this podcast it's a very casual sort of uh you know uh cool conversation between me and you sometimes a guest <laughs> yeah. um but with no real agenda or topic behind it and I, I think our listeners enjoy that if you do enjoy it leave us a comment give us a repost do something like that so we know that you love us if we don't see any reposts or reviews or anything or comments we'll know that nobody made it this far in the episode <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely selling my microphone on amazon if that happens <laughs> like want my 40 dollars <laughs> yeah i think i'm gonna i'm gonna name this episode um round robin just because like we talked about a bunch of different things different topics oh i don't even maybe know we'll make it is. a series maybe we'll what, make it a series what is that around robin round robin yeah you never played basketball that basketball game round robin no nah, i played horse so it's like and you pig one-on-one -on -one, right and yeah the person who wins has to play the next person one-on-one -on -one, and mm. it's like the last man standing kind of thing but we used to call it round robin uh, okay got gotcha. king of the hill or whatever clearly right? did not grow up in the states playing basketball enough so cannot relate it's all good. But that's cool yeah round robin it is <laughs> <laughs> all right thank you guys for tuning in uh see you guys next time on yet another podcast thank you guys for tuning in
Peace.